0: What would you say you do here?
1: I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing.
0: I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on air on Nougat Radio 92.7.
1: Well, hello there. Welcome into the show. It is March 24th, 2021. It is my brother's birthday. I have two brothers and a sister. They're all younger than me. We're all about two years apart. So that would make him 39. One year left here. your 40-year-old birthday. Kevin, happy birthday. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. This is the Stone on Air show on the flagship. It's a little different way of branding it if you will going forward is this this show will be uh, available for download stoneonair.com is the easiest way to get it so it'll be <clears throat> the stone on air show on the flagship on Nugger Radio 92.7 and available at stoneonair.com from this point going forward that's the goal anyway that is the plan we'll see uh, it'll be it'll be a new uh, little regiment into the uh, weekly to do list to make sure to get out there, but it's all it'll take is some repetition and uh, it'll be all good. So, however, you download shows whether it's through uh, Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, once upon a time called iTunes or Stitcher or uh, wherever it is, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever, wherever you get any show you get, however, you download anything, go to that same place and you will be able to find this show or just listen on the radio. Like you do every minute of your life here at Nigger Radio 92.7. I'm Brian. He is Keon. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, today's show is going to be very, 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 very deliberate. And I hope that it comes across the same way that I was trying to put it together over the course of the last two days. This is the day after show. For me and for you, the listener, if you make it, an appointment at all to listen to this hour Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays from 10 until 11 here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Today's the day after show. I didn't have a show yesterday. And it's a damn good thing I didn't have a show yesterday as a matter of fact because I got angry Monday night into Tuesday. And this 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 is going to be the theme for the entire hour. So I might I might be meandering a little bit and just kind of I don't know, get a little lost in where I'm at, where I'm going. I'm going to try to keep it mostly on point, but I was angry on Monday and Tuesday. And there's a chance that if I was given the opportunity to speak into a live microphone as quickly as the next day, the next morning on Tuesday after the news of Boulder from Monday evening, there's a chance somebody could have said, okay, we're going to take you out of here. You're done here. We're done with you. We we're not going to do this. Not not from from that kind of energy level and that kind of piercing words. Like that could have been possible. And I'm happy to have gotten an, a a day and a half to kind of sit and rest and think and and be more I don't want to say respectful because I don't feel like it would have been terribly disrespectful from the from the from the jump but emotions are a powerful thing. They're a very strong thing. you never know where they're gonna where it might take you. So it's like you know type out the email but don't hit send sleep on it. Bang out the text message, but don't hit go, sleep on it and you'll have a better perspective of the way to discuss or to uh, to approach an, a situation that might be turbulent, contentious that kind of thing. I'm happy to have had that day and a half to sit on it, to sleep on it, to not jump out of my shoes and hear me roar. I'm happy to have had that, and that's what I'm going to do for the basically this entire hour. And then I'm not going to do it anymore after that. On uh, Friday, Dwayne from the Hemp House is going to join me and Keon for uh, what I hope to be an hour of fun and silliness. That's what I hope that hour is. None of this will happen again this week. Anyway, devoted. That's, that's why this hour is devoted to that. So looking forward to having Dwayne and I'm going to get, we do live reads here in the business, people who spend money with us that we're very, very, very thankful to have. I'm going to get these out of the way right now. So I don't have to associate anything that I'm talking about for the next 40 minutes or so with other people's businesses. I don't want to, that that could potentially be unfair. But so Dwayne Madden will be in with us on Friday and we'll have fun to wrap up the week. He is the owner of the hemp house. He's a sponsor of the show and the radio station. CBD products is what he does. It's what they do. Him and Casey, his wife. We'll talk a lot about that on Friday. Tinctures, bombs, oils, edibles, lotions, all that. They'll educate you. They'll take care of you. And we'll uh, have a deep dive into that. Three locations, North Shore, East Ridge, and dot Hemphousechat.com. 771-HEMP is how you can get a hold of them if you want to talk to Dwayne before Friday. Hell, if you want to call the radio station and talk to Dwayne on Friday, I'd welcome you to do that. 710-9927 is the Maritale Voice and Data Hotline. I don't invite you to call that number today. We won't answer that phone call today, so don't call it today. Hemphousechat.com. Hemphouse, Chattanooga Valley's premier hemp shop. Sorry to do it back to back. Again, I just want to get them out of the way because they deserve it. They deserve to have their names out there because they pay to do it. And we love them for it. But I just I don't I don't want to put it in the middle of any kind of heavy conversation later on. Evernest is a residential property management company. They have the highest quality tenants. They find the highest quality tenants. That's what the uh, their mission statement is. They boast an incredible one percent delinquency rate and they have no hidden management fees. Integrity, that's what it's all about yearly inspections of the property and or the home to make sure it's being taken care of. Mention Nuga Radio and get the first month of management free. Call John 454-3854 at evernest.co.co. Make sure you mention to mention to, to not use your, your muscle memory with com. It's evernest.co. They're a national company with a local team. They don't own your property. They just act as if they do. So just to get that out of the way, most days I come in here, I'm Brian. He's Keon. It's Nougat Radio 92.7 of the Stone On Air show. I have one show sheet, generally speaking. When I say show sheet, I mean just basically a layout of what I'm going to do for that day. Occasionally, I will have a second sheet if I have a bunch of audio I want to run in the second segment that Keon helps me uh, execute. Like the other day when I had all the audio from... um, Tim Kelly and uh, Kim White and the, the the debate from Channel Three and the Times Free Press. So I have a second sheet that has all that laid out with the timing and the and the bullet points. But that's as far as it ever goes. I never have three show sheets, and I certainly never have four. But today I have one, two, three four total show sheets of where I want to go today. And um it's I'm I'm not going to yell and scream and I'm not going to be mad. I'm just going to be I'm going to be a little stern after the events in Boulder, Colorado on Monday. So the second segment of the show that's all that's going to be about. And the third segment of the show is going to be about that, but it's still a little bit more of just the human condition. Of American culture, adults, children's children, and adult mind like children living. If that makes any sense, which it probably doesn't, but it'll make more sense when I once I get into it in the third segment. It's all gonna kind of, I'm I'm walking a ten miles to go ten feet, a little bit today. I've got three pieces of audio for you here coming up in, uh, we'll get in about a minute and a half, two minutes from right now. And I just labeled them thing one, thing two, and thing three. And let's go ahead and actually, Keanu, well, let's, let's go ahead and do that now. This is, um, her name is politics girl on TikTok, Also on Twitter. I'm sure on Facebook as well. Just some rant from um, from her account after the uh, aftermath of, of of Monday, and I know and and it's it's kind of like boiling over from last Monday in Atlanta to now this Monday in Colorado. It's from my standpoint as to where I'm just kind of just kind of I'm, I'm staggering like I'm staggering on the ropes a little bit as a, as, a, as a fighter, you know, a boxing fighter in the ring, and um, that's why I've I've gone kind of deep dive. Head first today. This is thing one politics girl from TikTok.
2: How much longer are we going to do this? Enough has been enough for decades. And yet the minority of the country in a bankrupted, Russian-funded lobby group run by sociopaths still allows us to live in a country where we can be gunned down by weapons of war just going about our daily lives, and we call that freedom. We had to have a lockdown quarantine to stop our citizens from being murdered. But now that we're getting back to normal, that means a return to daily mass shootings? F*** you. No way. America. The country where owning an arsenal of weapons is as easy as buying a stick of gum. But voting is now going to require 15 15- hoops and the right color of skin. F*** you. No way. Land of the free? Hardly. How free are we if we can't go to work, to school, to the grocery store, drive in our cars, or even be in our own home without worrying we might get shot to death by our domestic partner or some guy who can't get laid or a disgruntled worker or an alienated teenager or some fucking guy who thinks the world owes him? Why are our lives so much less important than your weapons? This country has a lot of problems, but I would argue none as big as patriarchal white supremacy coupled with easy access to firearms.
1: That is thing one on Stone on Air on the flagship 92.7 and stoneonair.com. This meeting of the House and Senate was um, was long before scheduled for uh, Tuesday before we had the two mass shootings in seven days. And as always, the typical talking points were being thrown across the room as usual. When you hear the term punchable face it it applies to no one more than ted cruz this is thing two it's tuesday yesterday and it's ted cruz i agree it's a time for actions and by the way i don't apologize for thoughts or prayers i will lift up in prayer people who are hurting and i believe in the power of prayer and the contempt of democrats for prayers is an odd sociological thing but i also agree thoughts and prayers alone are not enough we need action Let's target the bad guys, the felons, the fugitives, those with mental disease. Let's put them in jail. Let's stop them from getting guns. Let's not scapegoat innocent law-abiding citizens, and let's not target their constitutional rights. Punchable face Ted Cruz. Felons, bad guys, lawbreakers, and mentally ill, let's put them all in jail. Wait, wait, what, what? Put the mentally ill in jail? Get out of here, Ted Cruz. Get the F out of here. And the final thing today, in thing three of this segment anyway, Colorado's had a lot of mass shootings, but who has the most in the United States of America?
0: There have been nearly two dozen mass shootings in the Denver area since just 2013. However, mass shootings have been part of life in Colorado since the 1999 massacre at Columbine High School. It was also home to the Aurora movie theater shooting in 2012, the Colorado Springs Planned Parenthood killings in 2015 and a shooting at a Walmart in 2017. Now, that sounds like a lot. However, a 2019 analysis by the Denver Post found that Colorado is not the mass shooting capital of America. In fact, it ranks fifth.
1: And that is absolutely correct from uh, Statistica. Dot .com Colorado is fifth with seven mass shootings since 1982 number 1 in the country is California with 20 of course as their size is going to give them the higher number of just based on the, the you know the statistics Florida with 12 at number 2 Texas with 11 at number 3 Washington and Colorado tied with seven for 4 and 5 Wisconsin Pennsylvania five each then it goes down to 14th is two mass shootings since 1982. And one of those was right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. More on this for the entire hour. I'm Brian. He's Keon. This is Stone On Air on the flagship 92.7 in Chattanooga and online at StoneOnAir.com. Hang tight. We'll be right back. 92.7
0: good evening it's happened yet again in america yet again in america innocent families are slumped to their knees in grief waiting a day later to receive the bullet riddled bodies of their children and parents spouses and siblings slaughtered in senseless gun violence yet again in america we search our souls for answers beg our leaders for solutions that thus far have not come yet again in america and uniquely American. This happens with regularity in large numbers as a pattern just here, nowhere else. So many of the must-dos are now occasionally shrouded in fear, like sending our kids to school, Columbine, Little Rock, Pearl, Parkland, Santa Fe, Newtown, University of Texas, Virginia Tech, fear of gun violence. At work, a stadium, a movie theater, a house of worship, a supermarket. Hands all in the air. Yet again in America.
2: We cry out in despair. They're counting up
1: This is the drive-by truckers. The song is called Thoughts and Prayers. anywhere to Thoughts and prayers. Not many bands can really nail the emotion of the human condition, especially the southern thing, more than the drive-by truckers. The chorus of this song goes Glory Hallelujah, you are in my thoughts and prayers. Glory hallelujah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you for having people dead. From gun violence. Consistently. Thank you for having your thoughts and prayers. I appreciate it. There it is right there. You are in
2: our and prayers. Glory, you are in our and prayers.
1: Oh, how nice of you. Thank you. This is Stone On Air on the flagship 92.7 here in Chattanooga, Tennessee and online at StoneOnAir.com. Keon in here with me helping me keep it uh, between the ditches today. I uh, mentioned yesterday or last segment that yesterday I'm very happy I did not have a radio show because I was mad and I um I've got a lot of notes to self and a lot of bullet points today and I'll 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 jumble them up a little bit and I'll 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 mess this up because it's it's live radio and that's what happens but I broke my my rule and I watched cable. News on Monday night for probably three hours till at least one thirty in the morning, one one thirty in the morning, and um, I have gotten away from that since the election, and it's been good for my mental health. It's been good for my just overall well-being, and I just I wanted to know more. I, I mean, as, as we all did, and and, and Twitter and Facebook, ugh, ugh. God, get me out of that direct. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look for my information there. Not that the cable news is really any better. But I just kept getting angrier and angrier. And if I had to wake up that next day on Tuesday, just twenty-four hours ago, I, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I was I was I mean I I'd, oftentimes I'm a I'm I'm a crazy person. You think I need to be in a straitjacket in a mental hospital sometimes. I'll walk around my house. I'm a pacer. I literally pace. I walk up and down the hallways. And I talk to myself at times and I try to recreate like what I did wrong that yesterday or what I want to do tomorrow. And I'll just, I'll just be out loud. You know, if you had a surveillance camera on me, it, it could be, you know, you'd be laughing at me. And I was, I was just, it was venomous. It was, it was, it was nasty. And I'm glad that I didn't have the opportunity to do that on the air yesterday. And I'm glad that I had time to sleep on it and spend some time on it today more respectfully and more poignantly and last night i was watching cnbc my favorite basically one of my favorite cable channels on tv it's not really a news channel it's more about money and finance shepherd smith is just he's as good as it gets he i, I thought brian williams was one of my favorites shepherd smith is amazing and his open monologue last night was one i to play for you next that's what i did on the open here just a little piece of it i'll do two minutes of shepherd smith from CNBC last night on the opening of his news program this is about just over two minutes. Give me that long. We'll react to that. And I got a couple of comments from Monday's show here from New Radio 92.7. This is Shepard Smith last night.
0: Granted, mass shootings like the ones around Atlanta and in Boulder represent only a small fraction of our nation's gun violence. But attacks like these are all the more traumatizing. Perhaps because, after the fact, we can all put ourselves there. We can picture ourselves in line at the pharmacy, excited and relieved to get the vaccine that might allow us to return to school or work, to see a movie, to hug our older parents and grandparents, finally. We can relate to being at a supermarket, kids running all about the aisles, scooping up some goodies for the family to enjoy together in these first fresh days of spring. So now we know what it looks like and sounds like when the regular stops along our journeys in an instant deliver a turning point in our lives or end them yet again in America. 18 dead, two cities, two gunmen, one week. Is this shocking to you? Debilitating, unimaginable? Or is it one of those things that happens yet again in America? Sadly, routine. Oh, the pattern paused as the nation did for the pandemic. But now it picks up right where we left off. Before the lockdowns, there was a shooting spree last March in Springfield, Missouri, across five miles that left four dead. Remember that? And weeks earlier, at a beer company in Milwaukee, a disgruntled worker shot and killed five employees and then himself. Remember the details of that one? Or Las Vegas? Or the Pulse nightclub? The synagogue in Pittsburgh? The Sikh temple in Wisconsin? The Baptist church in Texas? The Bible study in Charleston? You remember something... Of many, maybe, as a news viewer and consumer. Likely not all, 41 mass shootings in public places over the last five years. Each time we hear kids cry, parents pray, and politicians promise. And then it happens again in America.
1: And it will happen again soon in America. That was Shepard Smith from CNBC last night. On Monday, I don't know, I just all of a sudden started it was before this latest shooting and since the Atlanta shooting. A couple of pieces of audio from Monday's show I want to play for you here real quick that kind of fall in line with what's going on now and I this was about six hours before the Boulder, Colorado shooting. This was my segment of why? Why do these things happen? It's because we allow it. So When we look at Situations like school shootings, the shootings last week in a uh, in Atlanta, whether it be a dumb Batman movie out in Colorado, the church out in South Carolina, you can go back 20 odd years to Columbine, mentally ill white guys. Why does this always happen? These kinds of mass shootings, the Virginia Tech shooting, why do these things happen? It's because we allow it. We allow it to happen. It's the, it's the price of freedom, good or bad. That's the reason. Why do we have so many incarcerations? Because we allow it. I'm not trying to make an overall greater point here, other than that's why. So like, I don't understand. I don't get this. Why do we always have all? Why does everything go this way? Why is mental illness through the roof? Why? Why are our, our, our education numbers worse than everywhere else? It's because we allow it. We allow it, and we're we're just a dumb people. We're not focused on on educating people. We're focused on on teaching impressionable minds that America is awesome, and that's it. As long as you step in line with that, whatever you pick up, else along the way, good for you, good luck in society, as long as you know and you regurgitate that America is awesome, you're doing it right. It almost is like I felt this, this was coming again that day. Now I'm acting like that's reality, but I don't even know why other than just I hadn't spoken of the Atlanta shootings at any point until a week later, And it started to make me think about it more and get my emotions up, which is what second clip from Monday's show is a carry permit. How is this an infringement that a a spot that runs on this radio station and across many stations across the country? How is this an infringement? This is from Monday also. What exactly about a permit, a carry permit is an infringement and burden. But what about a permit to carry is somehow an infringement? I, I need that explained to me. Maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe I don't understand things. Maybe I'm just a caveman and I get frightened by guns and technology. Maybe I'm primitive and I don't understand things. Maybe I'm just a young, dumb person who only reads the headlines and just shock value is all I'm looking for. Maybe I watch MSNBC every night. Maybe I'm just a liberal you-know-what. But I need someone to explain to me how a permit to carry a firearm is an infringement or a burden. Okay, back to our regular scheduled programming. I uh, talk about often, I I only emotionally react to things that I can identify myself with. I can't identify with going to an Asian spa. Never been to one, will never go to one. So, last week's shooting didn't emotionally hit me all that much. But I go to the damn grocery store all the time, just like you and all of us and Keon and Jason and Jeff and and Russell and everybody in this building and you in your car on your way to work or whatever it is you're doing right now, you do the same thing. I went to Aldi yesterday. And as I walked in the door, it was all I could think about was people being gunned down by weapons of war walking into a grocery store. I'm not, this is not hyperbole. I'm not making this up. It's all I thought about as I walked in the door of a grocery store. And so that's why I was so damn mad the other day, Monday night into Tuesday. And that's why I'm glad I didn't have a radio show yesterday. I'm glad I was able to sleep on it and think about it more and try to make a greater point today on Wednesday on the Stone on Air show on the flagship Nougat Radio 92.7 and Stone on Air. Dot com. I hate guns. I hate them. I have a phobia of them. That's the absolute truth. I don't know why that is such an emotional thing. Why people get so mad when I say things like that? It's almost like you're like I just said. I hate women, or I hate black people, or I or I hate anybody. I hate Mexicans. Why does that have the same kind of emotional? trigger to people when I say I hate guns I'm terrified by them I hate them and I sure as hell am terrified and hate weapons of war in the hands of civilians why is that so damn emotional for people to hear if you told me you hate things that I like I wouldn't get mad about it I just okay whatever I hate baseball cards God ah, damn it, why do you hate baseball cards? There's nothing wrong with baseball cards. That's a dumb analogy, I know. I hate guns. But nobody's trying to take them away. It's a fabricated it's fabricated outrage. It's fake outrage to have the argument that people are trying to take away your guns. That's not happening, and you know it. You know it. You've just watched too much cable television, too much Twitter, too much Facebook but this is where we're at. This is the United States of America. This is what we do. This is embarrassing. This is frightening. This is somewhat preventable, but this is who we are. This is what we allow. This is what we settle for. This is a dangerously armed society. And this is what we do. This is how we act. And this will never change in this disease population. And this will happen again very, very soon because this is America and America is broken. Love it or leave it, they say. If you don't like it, you can get out, they say. If only it were that easy. If only it was that easy to do. You don't love it, you don't like it, get out. I don't know. Maybe I would if I could. This is Stone On Air on the flagship 92.7. Nuga Radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And online at StoneOnAir.com. 2.7
2: And the news media plus a lot more It is very relevant in America today
1: Welcome back in. It's Stone On Air on the flagship 92.7 and online at StoneOnAir.com. Coming back with Pearl Jam's Jeremy. I, um, I'm i always trying to think of creative ways, unique ways to do things, and sometimes I do it better than others. Sometimes I fail miserably. And I was trying to think, what's a good song to use? Oh, I don't know. How about your favorite brand, Brian? Pearl Jam. In a song that was 25 years ahead of its time. Jeremy. The song about a troubled youth. Who shoots up a school. In 19, written and produced and released in 1993. Jeremy spoke in class today. When I was a kid and obsessed with this band. And still obsessed with him as an adult for the most part. I, I didn't know what I was listening to. I wasn't in sophisticated enough to understand what this song was about. I we mean, had an idea. You watched the video, a revolutionary, groundbreaking video that took until I was way into a adulthood to even understand what this message is trying to get across. And I watched the video... The uncensored version, which is just a little different than the version you saw on MTV back in the day. For the first time in 15 years, probably. And it just hit home that much more. With the troubles, the trials, the tribulations. Of modern day America. And it ain't that much different than 1992. 1992. And at that point of our life, school shootings and mass shootings were only kind of a problem. Only occasionally was it something that we had to deal with. And now, because our memories are so, so short and our attention spans are so, so small, we so often forget How many of these there actually are? That's why I played the Shepard Smith audio from last night because I had forgotten about the two or three or four different ones he's mentioned over the last several years. I was even thinking, I was like, did mass shootings just stop while Trump was president? Is that what happened? Seems like it did. Seems like for some reason that happened. Not that there's a correlation between. No, it didn't stop. They didn't stop at all. I just forgot about them. The Milwaukee Brewery is a Miller Coors distributor. In 2017 or 2018, that 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 Shep mentioned last segment. I work for a Miller Coors distributor. You think that would have a longer-lasting effect on me? And Milwaukee is a town I adore. I've only been there once, but I I loved it. I love and and I know and what I know and have have grown to learn and understand about the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin. I love. You think I I forgot that that happened. We all forget these things because the news cycle just moves so fast and life is so fast. I'm not mad about it. I'm not saying you're, you, we're, we're, we're terrible people for that. But we got a little break from this for about a year. The pandemic didn't just mess up our, our, our live music scene. Didn't just mess up our education in elementary and high schools. It didn't just mess up large events like sporting events and music festivals. It also messed up the mass shootings. And just as we start to feel like we're getting back to normal, well, it is a be careful what you wish for. If you wish for and you, and you long for normal, you just might get it. And it kind of feels like we're starting To just get what we were hoping for. Normal. And normal includes regular bloodshed across the country. Senselessly and needlessly. With war style firearms. That no civilian should ever have in their hands. Ever. No one's coming for your stupid guns. Don't come at me with this. You're not taking my... Joe Biden's not taking my... Shut up. Nobody's taking your guns. Nobody cares about your dumb guns. We've all heard of the... um, The book, probably anyway. Called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And what bothers me the... A lot, anyway. I was going to say the most. It's not the most. What bothers me a lot is the, the human condition, the mental makeup of the average a-hole walking around, which is all of us. I fall into the category just as much. Our brains just don't function in an adult-like manner most of the time. Children do what feels good. Children have no impulse control. Reprimands, while they possibly are somewhat understood by children, they don't fully comprehend the consequences. Therefore, leading to constant bad judgment. Children are stingy, completely self-absorbed. And while they may be kind at heart, they're terribly selfish. Integrity is a word that a typical American child often won't be able to fully appreciate until they're, you know, I'm making up things here, but quarter of the way through their life. I mean, I don't fully think you're really even developed until you're about twenty five years old. Some some earlier, some not at all. So children constantly deceive, they constantly lie, they cheat, and they steal. Children do what feels good in the moment, regardless of what the outcome might be. But because of their innocence and the potential in many of them, it makes the journey all worthwhile to their peers and to their loved ones. Does any of that sound familiar? Except take out the child part. Take out the innocence part. And does any of that make any sense? Does any of that, or, excuse not make sense, but does any of that sound very familiar? Bear with me, I'm going a mile to go 10 feet once again. This is an excerpt from All I Really Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten by the the author Robert Folgum. All I really needed to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, I learned in kindergarten. These are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put back things from where you found them. Clean up your mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day some. When you go out into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands and stick together. Everything you need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule and love and basic sanitation. Ecology and politics and equality and sane living. Take any of those items and apply them into a sophisticated adult terms and to your family life, to your work, and to your government, and to your world, and it holds true, clear, and firm. From the first day we are told in words that we can handle what has come to be prized as the foundation of community And culture, just two paragraphs left from this. Once we are told about these things, we soon discover we are taking a lab course. We are going to be asked to try and practice these precepts every day. Knowledge is meaningful only if it is reflected into action. The human race has found out the hard way that we are what we do, not just what we think. This is true for kids and adults, for schoolrooms and nations. What we learn in kindergarten comes up again and again in our lives as long as we live. In far in a far more complex forms, to be sure, in lectures, encyclopedias, Bibles, company rules, courts of laws, sermons, and handbooks. Life will examine us continually to see if we have understood and have practiced the what we were taught that very first year of school. This is Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7 at stoneonair.com. We are a nation of adult children. We are adult children. We don't logically think for any length of time. Social media, the mass media... And whatever other mental illness-inducing issues we have in life has turned us into children. We have collectively agreed that we are, if not satisfied, at least content with this kind of dangerous societal recklessness. That just every now and again, there's going to be a mass shooting, bloodshed, and people dead in horrifically awful fashion. And we're just... We're just content with that. The concept of how to live well, the overall idea, the construct of what it is to do right, to live well, to do the right thing for yourself and humanity in general is not that complicated. How to do good, how to be well is not that complicated. It is so simple, in fact, that we teach it to six-year-old children. Just the basic understanding of how to be a decent person is so simple. It's one of the first things we teach a six-year-old. It's the execution of that way of life that is so damn difficult and tricky. And that's where real life comes in. To play. But that takes the work of a functioning, empathetic adult. And that's what we lack in America. We are not a nation of functioning, empathetic adults. We care about ourselves, maybe the very closest loved ones, you know, the small degree of separation. But outside of that, F you. F them, F Colorado, F Ohio, forget Florida. I'm making up things as I go here. You get my point. If you don't get my point, it's not because you don't get it. It's because you're ignoring it. There's a difference in missing the point and ignoring the point. We are a nation of adult children. Brian, get to the point. What is, what exactly are you trying to say here? Brian, what's the point? Nothing will change regarding anything in life, but more specifically what I'm talking about today, mass shootings, bloodshed, and gun violence, nothing will change because America doesn't care about one another. Not worried about it. We're selfish, we're self-absorbed, and we're adult children Life is not as difficult as we act like it is. It's difficult to make it happen the way you want it, but it's not that difficult really to understand what you're supposed to do. And that's it. I've thrown an hour into this. I was mad as hell on Monday. I'm just stern as hell today. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not trying to say what Congress needs to do. I'm just trying to say that was a terrifying situation on Monday. And I am deep down pretty mad about it. This is Stone on Air, a 92.7 at StoneOnAir.com. The Key on Rose Show is coming up next.
0: And all the kids, all the kids that want to make the scene here in North America, when I yuck.